Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar Co. That's short for company, just so everyone knows. Today is a very special episode because we have Jeannie Davies in the hot spot, and she is not only assistant to the regional manager of Jack's 47, but she is also one of our bartenders and is also getting married in less than a week. Saturday. Saturday. And when this episode goes live, it'll be Friday, so technically... The wedding will be tomorrow. (laughs) Jeannie, thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to be on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I just love hearing about people's stories, and yours is somewhat of a unique one. Getting married at your... Fiancé's parents' lake house? Getting married at your fiancé's parents' lake house. So it's not quite an Airbnb or a VRBO, but it's a similar setting in the context, right? Because you're having to pretty much create a wedding venue out of a private property. Yeah, it's definitely there's a lot to think about as far as hosting an event in a space that's not really meant for event, like an event. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people underestimate what it takes to get there. You know, they, they think, oh, we'll just... We'll just put some tables and chairs out and that's it, right? Yeah, no, there's a, there's a ton of details. You have to think about, you know, if there's going to be toilet paper and towels for people to dry their hands, which is, and soap. So I've already gone and bottled those things, you know, to make sure that those aren't, no. that's not uncomfortable for people. And, um, you know, we've made sure that there's fire extinguishers readily available in case of an emergency. Um did you buy one of those little exit signs to put above the door? <laughs> we do not have that, but there are many, many exits, so people should be okay. <laughs> well, I, I I know that you've hired some professionals, but you've also done a lot of DIY. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to start out with how did you make the decision to hire certain folks based on doing it yourself? You know, was it because you've done that activity before or just that you if you hired someone, is it because you really valued their service so if you could you know i don't don't want to go down a list of all the vendors of course but you know maybe talk about a couple that you decided to hire and maybe a couple you decided to stick with the diy route sure yeah so i feel like me and my fiance zach have a lot of random skills um so as far as florals go we decided to go ahead and do the centerpieces um and all of the tables and everything ourselves. Um, so any florals that are actually at the venue or the, the cabin, um, those are all done by us. As far as like the bouquet, I really wanted it to be like really grand and special. So I actually hired a, a friend that I knew back in Virginia um, to do those things for me. And she's also doing our boutonniere and a flower crown. So you know, I was like, I I could do those things, but do I really want to take the time and the stress? Because you have to do those right before. So not doing those. Um, originally, you know, pre-COVID plan, we had hired a caterer. Um, they were gracious enough to refund us our deposit, which was awesome. Um, but we decided to do the food ourselves just because Zach is 
an incredible chef, in my opinion. And I feel like it's a small enough party that we could manage it because we're just mm -hmm. having 50 people. Um, so, I mean, the caterer was an option for this party, but it's about an hour away from most caterers. And so we were like, ah, it seems like a little bit much to ask somebody mm -hmm. to drive that far. Um, especially if we could do it ourselves. And there's a beautiful giant kitchen there, so we're like, might as well. Interesting. I see. I would catering would probably be the last thing that I would outsource. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. If you do have a big kitchen and someone who knows their way around a kitchen, which Zach does, mm -hmm. that could be something you could take on yourself. Yeah. We, um, we're pre-making pretty much everything, um, with exception to like one dish that we feel we even tested them out and we're like, this one needs to be made day of. Yeah. Um, so my, my mom is actually going to be the coordinator. Um, and so she and the rest of my family is going to make sure that happens. Cause we're actually not doing anything. We have no responsibilities day of, um, that was really important because I don't want to as, as the couple, as the couple. Yeah. Just, so yeah. yeah, we're getting married in the morning and it's going to be really special um and from there we're actually going to check into our airbnb and have a little like charcuterie lunch and some champagne and from there we're heading over to the lake house after that so you know we're we're planning i'm trying to make sure that we're able to relax as the couple on the day of so we're not stressing out and concerned about everything that's going on that's really important to me is that because you've listened to my podcast <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I always say it, you know, you don't want to be bogged down with all these responsibilities and things to do on the day of. I mean, you can do stuff ahead of time. I think that's great. I love seeing all your progress with DIY. But on the day of, you don't want to be the one yourself putting those floral arrangements out, doing your own makeup and so on. You know, like there's some things that should be reserved f for hire. Absolutely. Um, another vendor I did hire was Tiffany from Brushes and Braids for my hair because I do not want to do my hair. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to do my own makeup. Um, mm. I, I decided that that's something I feel like I am capable of. Yeah. Um, you know, it's also a, a cost thing. You know, what? how much money do we actually want to put into a small wedding? Um, yeah. And so that's definitely a big question. Um, we definitely haven't spent as much as we originally planned with our giant or I wouldn't say giant, but our original number was I think 140. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's cut down pretty significantly down to 50. Um, so yeah, we haven't spent as much money there, but we've still spent a decent amount, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, as um, you know, I mean, you're in the business, you know, you work with me and you see how much people spend on various things. Yeah. And, when I hear of people getting married trying to DIY and low budget, I'm like, look, a, a wedding is going to cost thousands of dollars, you know, mm -hmm. if not tens of thousands, thousands. So you really have to figure out what you want, wh where you want that money to go. Definitely. And it's, you know, I've been tracking, uh, wedding planning has been a full-time job. I'm not going to lie. Like, thankfully, <laughs> I'm not working very much right now, you know, because mm -hmm. it's I work for you and it's Close slow season. wedding season. So yep. there's not too much going on outside of my own personal life and wedding planning. And um, there's been a lot of effort put in 
on my part, you know, to make sure that everything is comfortable and everything is being tracked. And, you know, we're trying to stay. We actually never officially set a new budget, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but we're definitely trying to stay as as cheap as we can go. But this is also we're not going to do anything else after this. We decided if anything, we might have like a big anniversary party one day, but Oh, you mean in regards to like a secondary celebration? Yeah. This is at, at first it kind of started as okay, we'll reschedule our our big wedding and this will just be our covid wedding and it'll just be immediate family and really really close friends. Um but we realized we have a little bit more space and we don't know if we really want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars again on the same event um so yeah i think just for us personally that made sense to Mm -hmm. not pursue that again in you know a year or two years who knows when that's going to be you know allowed to have that many people and that many friends and family Um, yeah i do i do like the idea of a year or year and a half you know, having, yeah. a, having it's something hard to else plan and, it though. You know, it's it's really hard to choose a new date because there's the fear of it being rescheduled again yeah. and sending out more invites and more save the dates and it all yeah. being for nothing. Um, well, and I like that you decided just to go ahead and get yeah. It done. So that's why we're going all out because we're like, this is it. You know, we're having one wedding. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll have a party in the future, but it's not going to be as grand i guess is the word that comes to mind i don't think this is a grand situation by any means but um you know we want it to be really special because it's a special thing that's happening and we want everyone to be comfortable and have plenty of alcohol and food and you know we're putting out charcuterie and cheese to start with um like a lot of different things We've thought about every single thing that's going on the boards, and then we're putting out dinner, and then we're putting out charcuterie and cheese again, <laughs> and then we're putting out dessert, you know, just to make sure that everybody has more than they would want and need. Well, this reminds me of a wedding I did in August up at Overlook Barn, which is one of the venues we go to a lot, and it was a smaller wedding. It was going to be, I think, 45 people. And at first I thought, oh man, 40, 45 people, like that's nothing, you know, like it's going to be 20 by the end of the night. Like that's exactly what I thought because my experience at other weddings of 150, 200 people was that half the guest list would leave Mm -hmm. after dinner because they don't, they're not, you can't have a hundred best friends. (laughs) You can't have a hundred family. I mean, some people have a hundred family members, but that's not likely. (laughs) So at my experience with much bigger weddings is that a lot of the wedding guests would leave after a certain time and then you'd be left with a core group Mm -hmm. which was around 50 people so when folks are now having these 50 guest weddings not like after my experience of that one wedding where people stayed the whole night because that was their core group i'm like that's that's fine it's cool to have that wedding because people are gonna stay the whole night no one's gonna dip out because they don't know you right like yeah there's been weddings where i feel like i've i've gone to some weddings where i didn't know the bride and groom and so I'm like, I don't care if I leave early, right? And those are the 150, 200 people weddings. Yeah. So by having a nice small wedding, you almost ensure that all your work goes um, goes noticed, I guess, like is valued. Yeah, and I think know? it's also special because with a fewer amount of people, 
you have the opportunity as the bride and groom to actually have a conversation with pretty much everyone that comes. Yes. Um, whereas, yeah, you've got 200 guests. You're not going to be able to talk to everybody and enjoy yourself and dance and drink and eat. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be actually really special for us because, I mean, it's not every single person that we wanted. It was we made some really last minute decisions. And so there's some really special people that aren't able to make it just because it was so last minute and they're farther away. Um, but, you know, I think it I think it will be really nice to be able to. I don't know the right word for it. It's almost like engage with those people yeah, or yeah 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 you can engage more with your guests because there's fewer of them to engage with exactly and that's why i'm a big fan of the summer camp wedding <laughs> or the wedding weekend you know because you do get to spend more time with folks but if you're not able to do that and all you have is those four or five six hours in one day then maybe having a smaller wedding is right for you yeah you know yeah i'm actually i'm i'm obviously i'm looking forward to it but i think that's actually something that I didn't know that I might have wanted was a smaller wedding. You know, naturally, it's just like, oh, yeah, invite every single person we know. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're obviously very, very limited and we're, you know, bursting at the seams right now with the amount of people that we have because, you know, we've basically got six tables. Um, and so and it's it's not the biggest space. So we're going to make it work, though. We, we've thought about floor plan. After a certain point, we're going to tear down some tables just to make sure that it's more comfortable and that we've got you know room to dance and have a, have a good time. So let's talk about that then. The actual space you're getting married or you're getting married at getting married somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah, Ceremony is somewhere. <laughs> mountaintop, whatever. I don't <laughs> I'm not going to be there. That's fine. <laughs> That's close family and friends. But I will be at the reception. And this is in a cabin on a lake. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful cabin. Um, it's a pretty new cabin as well. So it's like beautiful light wood walls, not like old rustic cabin like you would think. Um, so it's actually a really beautiful venue. Um, and it's a beautiful like blank slate is what I would mm. say. So how did he start to navigate that world of knowing where to put chairs and tables? Um, we really just are going to play a lot of it by ear when the chairs and tables get there. You know, we've got, mm -hmm. I've, I've got as many things planned as possible, you know, but there's some things that you actually need the tables and chairs to be able to see if it's going to be comfortable. Um, we've measured and done all of those things, but you know, it's hard to measure how much space somebody needs to pull a chair out and pull it back in. So I think we have a little bit of freedom with some of the space. So right now, you know, we're like, okay, maybe four tables can fit in here, maybe two in here or three and three, but we have to wait yeah. and see. And so I think we're just, we're both comfortable knowing that like we're going to figure it out, you know, any, any issues that pop up, we're going to figure them out as they come. So. Well, and that's why, I always promote the wedding planners and coordinators because they know that kind of stuff. Definitely. You know? and yeah. You've, you've done all, I mean, you, y'all have handled a lot of that yourself and you're on that road of doing, you know, DIY. Uh, I mean, you're not going to hire someone now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, no. But I, I always encourage my couples to find a planner of some sort because they know that stuff, right? If, if you're getting married yeah. to VRBO that doesn't specialize in weddings, <laughs> 
then you need someone who knows how to make that happen, right? But, yeah. th- but you've gotten the chance to go there. That's that's what's different. And, I know and why space, I, yeah. And ex- exactly. And that's why I haven't bugged you about it because <laughs> you've had the chance to go and see and think about all these things months in advance and over and over again. But if you're getting married at, a, at an Airbnb or VRBO, no one's going to allow you to come visit that space multiple times. No. They might give you a floor plan, but they're not going to allow you to like really explore measure. it. Whereas you have, you know, you've got yeah. that opportunity. To be fair, I have not had months and months. I've had about a month. <laughs> I think that's important to mention. <laughs> Wait, just a month since you started playing yeah. at this venue? At this venue. Because um, you were looking at a different this was, venue. This was the last, last resort. Mm. Um, we had a few other options, but they were not very COVID friendly, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, mm. you know, we were originally planning a warehouse area, um, out in Canton and then we had another brewery pop up as an option, but they didn't want us to mingle. <laughs> so we were like, all right, let's not do that. Um, so this was, this was legitimately the last option. And so that was about a month ago that we, absolutely decided to pursue this um so it's been go 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 since then you know trying to plan and Mm -hmm. i literally just booked the rental company like three days ago (laughs) really (laughs) yeah for the tables and chairs tables and chairs wow but so yeah i think people need to remember just because you might get a a rental setting for a certain price you still have to add all that stuff in Mm mm-hmm you know, like I, I love the idea personally of a backyard wedding, you know, these rural home sites, whatever. But I also want folks to remember that when you go with a regular venue, like an actual wedding venue, all those things come with it. You don't have to worry about the cost. You don't have to worry about how many tables you need, how many chairs you need. No. Like somebody else is there to worry about those things. Exactly. I don't mind just because I've got a lot of time on my hands right now. You know, slow wedding season. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's something that I am capable of figuring out. You know, I've worked in the wedding industry in like 10 different capacities. And so I've definitely attended and been to a ton of different weddings. And so I have some knowledge from all of that, thankfully. But yeah, and you had your in, in your past, you had a coffee cart. Yeah, business that, food truck. <laughs> that was part of weddings and you work with me now. So like, yeah. I think I don't mean to hate on anyone who's do, planning their own wedding or coordinating their own wedding, but, you know, Jeannie has worked in many capacities in the industry. I, yeah, it's definitely, I would recommend knowing some people if you haven't done any weddings before or been involved in wedding planning before. Yeah. Because there's so many details that you have to know and, like, think about. Um, Yeah, not only that, not only do you have the resources and skills, but you have the time right now. I do have the time. If I I was working full-time right now, there is no way, absolutely no way that this would be coming together. Which is sad, but true. (laughs) Yeah, and I think people should heed that advice, you know. I I just think some folks I hear, they're like, oh, my mom's planning my wedding you know and i'm like well did they not work to the they, have they ever worked in the wedding industry full time you know like I, I always ask these questions because i want my clients to have the most success possible mm-hmm. and sometimes i hear things i'm like well <laughs> like that's just not gonna work you know and um 
and I, I, yeah, I just go back to having a business that provides a great experience for guests and takes things off my clients' plates. So, Jeannie, I'm always curious how folks choose their vendors. And I know you're doing a lot of stuff DIY, but you have gone out of your way to hire some folks in particular based on their style or their personality. So if you could just go down the list and tell us who you decided decided to hire and why, I think that would really be helpful for everyone. Yeah, we don't, we actually didn't end up choosing a ton of vendors since we're doing most things ourselves. Um, so, you know, my hair, I'm, I'm using brushes and braids because I think she does really, really amazing work. Um, she's also an awesome person. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we chose photography. Um, we're using Maddie. Is it Krupp? Group? I don't you know. You tell me. You hired her. <laughs> I hired her. I should ask her that. I'll ask her on Saturday. Um, but Maddie was one of our interviewees on the podcast. Yeah. Maddie. So I've worked with Maddie before. She was, we did a style shoot together. And I think that's how you found out about her. I right? did. Yeah. Via your Instagram, actually. I really liked one of the photos that you posted. And I just looked and wanted to see, you know, who it was that did that. And the style just really stood out to me. You know, mm-hmm. she's very, like, moody and not, like, overly processed. There's a lot of photographers that I feel like are, like, really, really processed and edited. And hers just look really natural to me. And it's totally my style. So, um yeah, I, I reached out to you to see if, you know, she would be potentially a good fit. I'm pretty sure we talked about her mm-hmm. before I actually reached out to her. Um, and then, you know, we were 100% perfect. Like, she gave us a great price, and she was so, so easy to talk to and work with. And then, you know, we did our engagement shoot a few months ago up on Black Balsam, um, and it turned out so, so well. Um, she's just such a good photographer and like was able to pose us really well and just make it seem really natural and easy, uh, which is really hard for us because we're both really awkward. (laughs) (laughs) We were both homeschooled. (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. Both you and Zach were homeschooled. We were both homeschooled. He went to high school to be fair. Like actual high school. That explains a lot about you too. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're very well adapted to (laughs) modern society. (laughs) We are 30 years old, so it's about time. <laughs> well, one thing I always you know, tell folks when it comes to photography is that you might like their style, but your personality also needs to match up in, in order for it to be a successful day. And I know you've had that with Maddie. You've done the engagement yeah. shoot. You've, you've heard, obviously been with her, spent time with her, gotten the sympathetic emails, you know. Uh, so I think... You know, you might like someone's style, but you really need to make sure they're a good fit personality-wise because they will be with you through that whole day in very you, intimate moments. You need to trust you know? them and, like, be comfortable with them. And we have a lot in common, which is really cool. And, you know, we've... Was we've she also some, homeschooled? Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> you ask her on Saturday. I'll be busy. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like we were both very comfortable with her. We like really, really trust her to, to guide us. And, you know, we, we both believe like candid is more important than the really posed stuff, but she makes the posed stuff feel candid. Mm. Um, like she made us pose with, you know, just looking at each other and she was like, go ahead and tell yourself or tell each other, um, you know, the three things 
that you most love about each other. And it was just so sweet. And it was actually like this really memorable moment for me and Zach, even though it was just, you know, photography, engagement shoot, you know, you don't think of that as being a really special time um, necessarily. Maybe that's just me. I don't think of that as like, oh, this is going to be really, really memorable and sweet for me and Zach. Um, But it actually was. And so, yeah, I mean, photographers are so so important that you get along with them and you are able to trust them because you're with them she's gonna be with us from like 7 a.m until 10 p.m wow. <laughs> bless her heart <laughs> that's a long time for a photographer yeah the standard she, i think yeah. is like eight or ten hours she yeah she is right working with us i don't know if that's normal i yeah. think you know we really um had a really good connection with her and yeah. You know. Well, this is an off-season wedding. True. So getting married in February gives you more opportunities. For example, Jax 47 is providing the bar services. Absolutely. <laughs> for and the wedding. So, so and that's, that's part of your fringe benefit package. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... If this was a Saturday wedding in October, I would be like, sorry, Jeannie, like, sorry, I can't luck. help you that day. <laughs> so, well, that's why we chose February. We chose February for two reasons. We originally had a honeymoon booked for Iceland to see the Northern Lights, which yeah. obviously has been canceled, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but we also, I was tired of, you know, trying to fight over certain dates which we didn't really have a set date but we were reaching out to venues and um, other vendors caterers things like that to see okay what is available and so i really didn't feel like fighting with other brides to be honest um we both love the winter so it's not like you know it's the worst season in the world or anything like that um so yeah, it just it made sense for us to not have more stress added to us so we didn't have to rush to book everything um, and end up booking something that we really didn't want, but it was the only thing available. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of, like, reason behind why we chose February. Well, the unfortunate I, thing is yeah. a lot of family doesn't want to come because mm. of potential snow or they're scared of traveling because of snow, yeah. which is fair, so... Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get almost any vendor you want, potentially. Maybe. Potentially, hopefully. maybe. <laughs> um, in an off-season date, but also travel might be hindered. Tra- yeah, it's a, do you want to potentially lose some guests or do you want to have absolutely every vendor that yeah. you possibly would want? Which I did actually get every vendor I wanted. Yeah. I didn't lose out on anybody, which was really awesome. Well, I think it's a really good point. I've had folks inquire about dates that we've been fully booked for months you know there, there's two may days that stand out to me right? <laughs> may 22nd and october 23rd yeah i think are already fully booked every truck is booked every mobile bar we have five weddings in a day i may be working hard those days <laughs> yeah that's gonna be I'm, and i will not be bartending because i'm too grumpy at the end of yeah, the five wedding day, <laughs> so i'm not allowed to bartend anymore no um during those days but <laughs> but it but it reminds me of folks who are getting married on a Sunday or a Friday or a Thursday. I've I've had some Thursday inquiries and I'm like, bring it on, you know? Like the, Absolutely. That, you're gonna get any vendor you want, albeit you gotta pay for them on a Thursday, mm-hmm. as opposed to a Saturday when we're already fully booked. Yep. Like pretty much every 
Saturday during the 2021 season has at least one wedding booked, um, if not two, if not three, if not five. So yeah, I think have, in this area. Yeah, especially in West North Carolina and Asheville. You know, we're having continually more and more couples decide to get married here for various reasons. You know, maybe their parents have a house here. Maybe they went to summer camp in the area. Maybe they just love the mountains and don't want to get married on a beach. <laughs> you know, it's we have a, a lot of Flor- Florida couples. It's a beautiful destination wedding Exactly. Space. And Asheville is a destination oh. itself, so a lot yeah, of folks want to come here, here no matter what, you know, because they want to explore Asheville. So I think that having an off-season or even an off-day wedding is is really a great idea. You know, not just for my I'm not just saying for my own benefit because I can work it, <laughs> but because you can get the vendors you actually want. You know, the vendors that are actually high quality and responsible and worth it, they're going to be fully booked out most of the Saturdays this year and probably next. So, yeah. I think getting married in February or March or getting married on a Friday or a Sunday is yeah, a great way of doing if it's that. In season Think about Thursdays and Fridays or Sundays, you know, because yeah. you're going to potentially get a better price depending on the, the vendor. Um, you know, some people will totally give you a better price if it's on Thursday. I definitely came across that. Um, but there was another thing. It was like, yeah, February, January, those are our off season. We are way cheaper doing that for venues in particular. It's mm. usually a few grand cheaper. Wow. Um, so that's just what I came across doing my research. Um, yeah. Which wasn't necessarily because our, our venue that we actually ended up choosing originally was cheap all year round, but it was a beautiful blank slate and that's what I really wanted. I didn't want a, you know, all inclusive. I didn't have to worry about anything because I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be in, included in all the details and every aspect of it because I've actually really, really loved the planning process. Um, yeah, it's just been really, really wonderful to get to create this beautiful wedding and celebration. And Zach has been totally, totally involved, which I've been so blessed by because I don't think a lot of fiancés want to be involved, let's be honest. Um, at least in my experience, in my wedding experience, in my my past working in the wedding industry, um, it's usually like ugh, my fiance doesn't want to do anything. It's all up to me. Um, but Zach has been totally involved in all of it as far as, you know, picking, you know, different florals. And, um, you know, we went out and foraged all of our florals, actually. <laughs> I love um, that. Cut off the side of the roads. Um, I'm a big forager. Yeah, it was great. So we saved a lot of money doing that, just cutting down random grasses that were going to be mowed right? down. Totally They were going to be mowed down anyways <laughs> the next week. So yeah, it was totally just fine. Just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> of course. So I think that's something important for people to consider. If they don't want to be involved, they really need to hire a planner. Mm. But if they are the planning type and they have the time, it makes sense to take on that responsibility for themselves. Yeah, I think it's a definitely a, a really fun process if you appreciate that kind of thing, um, which I've always been really into planning parties and events and things like that. I've thrown a few baby showers and birthday parties that were kind of elaborate in the past. So I find a lot of joy in the detail, which I don't know if most people do. I don't know if that's a weird thing, <laughs> but... Yeah, so I've I've really enjoyed, you know, kind of creating this out of nothing and 
we've we've wanted to make sure that it's very representative of us as a couple as well and so we you know we did the foraged grasses for our centerpieces um you know very very natural color scheme nothing is we actually don't have a color scheme it's more textures um natural grasses canvas um greenery it's kind of it's fun it's it feels a little different um so i'm excited to see how it turns out yeah i think you know i took a class a year or two ago and it was all about your different client archetypes right and so you know this is coming from a business perspective and the idea was that, you know, usually clients fall into certain categories. And one of those categories was, you know, really cares about every detail, wants to be a part of every decision-making process for the wedding. The next category was someone who, you know, cares a certain amount, you know, has some time to deal with it, but is not super particular. And then the next category was they don't care at all. They really just want every decision to be made. They just want to say some things, maybe show you a few pictures and then call it done. Right. And so I think not only do business owners need to understand that, but also the clients themselves need to understand where they are on that spectrum. And it sounds like you're pretty far on the detail oriented can handle planning and coordinating your own wedding. Right. Yeah, I would hope so. I've, I haven't really been, too stressed out which i'm really really thankful for there's been moments you know dealing with all sorts of different things you know traveling and covid and all those things but as far as actually like planning out the details i've really really enjoyed that which i feel really blessed because i feel like a lot of brides get really really stressed out and for the majority of my time planning it's been really nice and enjoyable i guess yeah yeah, I, I, th- I think it's hard for folks to put themselves in those categories, but it's best if they do. <laughs> it definitely you know? makes sense to me. Like, I absolutely want to be involved in every detail. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, and some of those people still need wedding planners and wedding coordinators, but be given your circumstance that you have worked in the wedding industry for yeah, several w- events. I mean, we're talking dozens of events. And you have the time to do so makes it okay for you to not hire a professional wedding planner. Whereas if you had a full-time job and you didn't really care that much about every single detail, it would make a lot more sense for you to hire someone because you just don't have the time to do all that. Yeah, if I was working right now, like a full-time job, I would definitely have hired somebody. I know it would have been money we didn't necessarily want to spend, but I mean, it's worth it for us right now. Um, to not spend that because I can't do it, but otherwise we would have. Well, let's cut to the wedding day, you know, Saturday it's coming up. It'll be tomorrow. Once this is published, (laughs) how do you want it to feel? How do you want it to look? What are your, you know, what are some words that would describe, you know, things you're feeling and what you're seeing that would make it exactly what you wanted it to be. Hmm. That's a hard question. Well, this think, isn't called pistons and prosecco <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> no, I think. Um, I mean, everything is planned down to the T, and so I, I want it to go smoothly. I want everyone to be comfortable, and 
enjoy themselves. I don't want anyone dipping out early because it's not that fun of a party. Mm-hmm. I have planned every song down to the second. <laughs> um, which we'll see if that's a good idea. We'll talk about that on part two. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I want everyone to have a really, really wonderful time and I want it to be a really, really special time to celebrate something that is really beautiful and you know, I'm so, so blessed to get to marry Zach. Um, him, he he is absolutely wonderful. His family is wonderful. I'm just so, so excited to be a part of that. Um, so I think in the moment, yeah, like right right now, there's, there's so many details. I'm like, oh, I got to finish X, Y, Z, you know. Still got to finish the signage. That's a whole thing. Mm. Um, but that shouldn't take too long, so... You know, day of, I don't want to have to worry about any of it. And I don't think I will. I think whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to be happy with whatever the day is. And I've I've literally pictured our drive back to Asheville because it's about an hour away from Asheville. I've pictured, like, what that's going to look like and, like, what our conversation is going to be. And I guarantee it's going to be like, I am so happy. That was amazing. (laughs) Even if anything, if one of the tables catches on fire, like I still feel like it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm just, I'm so, so excited. You know, all the the most important people are going to be there and, you know, immediate family, uh, some extended family, very, very, very close friends. And it's just going to be really special. And I'm, I'm so excited. I don't know if that answers your question. That (laughs) does. You know, and I'm excited too. I can't wait to show everyone my dance moves. (laughs) Are you actually a dancer though? Yeah, I actually am, Jeannie. I don't know. We have a professional relationship, but yes, I am a very great dancer. Um, Your family's going to be impressed. And I'm excited to celebrate with you. And I can't wait for our part two where everyone's going to learn how everything went what to do and what not to do what to do and what not to do and i you know i seldom hear from actual you know couples and before and after so that's why i wanted to do this before because i wanted to hear exactly what you were going through the decisions you were making the compromises you might have been making how it was to plan a wedding in a um, you know, a cabin that wasn't meant for weddings, right? I mean, it's a family cabin, right? It's a family so cabin. I think you know, talking before is is a really great launching point to our next conversation, which is going to be after the wedding. <laughs> and I'm so excited that Jack's Forty Seven can be a part of it. Oh, I'm well, so excited! So many people are going to be so stoked to yeah, see that. It's like, be what? Really, the really fun. Out of the truck. <laughs> I'll be there as the bartender to greet them with the drink. Mm-hmm. And we're having Jack come out, right? Which is our midnight blue truck. The one that's classy Jack. Classy Jack, the one that started <laughs> it all. So we'll be pouring uh, some local beers, a local cider, and a signature cocktail that Jeannie dreamed up along with Zach. Yeah. Was that right? Yeah. We just yeah. hand juice the blood orange. <laughs> a gallon. Strained it. How, how long did that take? Let's, let's oh, just, I mean, yeah. we're about to end this episode, but I just want people to realize <laughs> that Jeannie works for me, right, with Jax47. She understands all this stuff. She has access to technology and equipment, and it took you 
how many hours to develop this signature cocktail? Well, there's the math that goes into it in the first place, <laughs> which took probably about 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Not too but you know, bad. But That's you've done that math. a lot. I've done it a lot. Yeah. It took 30 if minutes I, after being a professional. After doing it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so 30 minutes, still, it still takes some time because our party is smaller. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, we we got... We were supposed to get some straight up blood orange juice, and we ended up just getting blood oranges because that's all that was available. So we had to hand juice those. So that took about an hour, but we were able to use like an industrial thing. So yeah, that this, was, is not, this is not a hand not juicer. Something that, they that use. everybody has access to. This we is were a commercial very grade <laughs> hand juicer or commercial grade juicer, juicer yeah. not hand juicer. Um, yeah. Citrus juicer, I think. So yeah. that, and then so that was about an hour. And I mean, you were here with me. I was straining that that pulp out. Yep, took straining about the pulp. Probably an hour. <laughs> you made the simple syrup. Just and, for the juice, though. Probably probably yeah. two and a half hours. <laughs> and mind you, you know, Jeannie's done a lot of these cocktails for us, and so she knows what it takes. Mm-hmm. But if you were to start from scratch, it would have oh, it would have taken way longer. <laughs> double or triple that. I mean, like, and you would have made probably a mistake along the way. You'd have been like, oh, we don't need to. S- um, we don't need to filter this out. Yeah, it looks good, looks right? Great, and then, tastes great. Who knows what have happened? Well, pulp doesn't hurt anybody, Ex- right? Exactly. Except it does. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I only promote our own services when they make sense, <laughs> which they do in this circumstance. You know, like you, you don't have a ton of uh, of guests at this wedding, but you have enough where a batch signature cocktail does make sense. I can't wait to be a part of your wedding, Jeannie. I think it's going to be so much fun. And also our part two of the episode is going to be so much fun because we are going (laughs) to record something the week after because I really want folks to know how it goes before and after an event. You know, you have all these ideas of how important everything is. You have all these ideas of how smoothly something will go. But the week after, you really can sit down and say, hey, those things either went smoothly or didn't and that's how much we care about it or those parts weren't as important to us and we don't care about it so i think i'm super excited for uh part two of this episode and obviously really excited to be part of the wedding you know uh, it's happening tomorrow glad you're gonna be there it's gonna make it so special uh especially having like that cocktail i think it's gonna be really really unique um that's that's what I'm most excited about as far as like the alcohol goes is mm. people are gonna be so like what a cocktail on draft it's always the it's always the reaction yeah. uh, especially bartending with Jack's forty seven like it's always a shock factor of oh my gosh that's amazing like yeah. yes I will have that I always love when people see Moscow Mule or Carolina Mule Kick or whatever on our bar menu and they're mm-hmm. like. Oh, um, is that a beer? And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> it's an, actually a cocktail. Yeah, and they're so stoked, you know, because most people go to it's a beer truck in most people's exactly. minds, exactly. So because you don't see anything else come on tap. Yeah, people mostly draft. look yeah. at me and they're like, oh, hey, beer truck guy, beer truck guy, and I'm yeah. like, cool, yeah. I mean, I like that, but I also want you to know, we serve signature cocktails. On also, draft. cocktail truck guy. <laughs> 
Exactly. So I think it's so fun that we're doing that yeah, for your I'm, wedding. Yeah, I'm so stoked about it. It's and we're also doing so the non- special. non-alcoholic blackberry lemonade Yeah, we're doing a mocktail because we've got some pregnant friends coming and some yeah. underage people. Um, so we want to make sure that there's something special for them to drink too. So yeah. they're not just having to drink water all night. <laughs> totally. And I, I'm a big proponent of doing that because, you know, when you hire us, we're the whole package, right? We have the bartenders, the truck, everything comes with it. So we are the bar. And if all we're serving is alcoholic beverages, the people who don't drink alcohol won't get to come up. Yeah. (laughs) So by giving them some kind of option, it doesn't necessarily have to be on draft. We could put, you know, a case of kombucha in a cooler and serve that, right? But giving something to someone who doesn't drink alcohol, I think is a great option to have, and it'll make them feel more included. Yeah. And we'll kind of round out the bar menu. It's going you know? above and beyond for your guests. And that's, I think, what me and Zach want most is to make yeah. sure, you know, I've already said it, but making sure everyone is comfortable and having a really fantastic time. And that includes pregnant people and children that are, you know, 15 or eight years old, you know, that they all have something fun and yeah. unique for them to partake in. Um, versus just a cup of water or some sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade, sweet tea, and apple juice. <laughs> now, I'm very excited to to be a part of your big day, Jeannie. I can't wait for round two of our interview where you can share exactly how everything went. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're... Hopefully, hopefully I'm going to be like, everything went so well. It was all perfect. I think it will be. I think <laughs> you've done a great job. You've hired the right people where it counts. Thank you. And excited to be um, you know, one of those vendors in a way. As I said before... You know, one of Jeannie's fringe benefits is having us <laughs> at, I am very, at her very wedding. By so that. <laughs> really excited for that. And we'll be back next week. This is going to air the day before her wedding. And we'll do another one the next week over. And that's about it. Take care, y'all. <laughs>